May all those who seek you as life's first priority rejoice and be glad in you. May those who love your salvation say continually, let God be magnified. Psalm 70 verse 4 from the Amplified Translation. Magnification. I love this word. It's a great word. And it simply means to increase the size of something, to make it greater, enlarge. It's what a microphone does to vocal intonations, to intensify, make more exciting, heighten. I'm going to take it another step and say to light it up, set a fire. Because isn't that what happens with a magnifying glass? Not only does it enlarge words on a page, but the glass itself can also be used with the heat of the sun's rays and when placed near something dry, like straw or paper. Before you know it, there's a spark, smoke wafting, fire. Now let's check out the amplified version of Psalm 70 verse 4. Those who seek him, those who look for God, Those who beseech him, if we seek him, we will find him. And one more additive, if we seek him as our first priority, which is the first portion of that verse, the A portion of verse 4. He'll make it such a wonderful experience that we can rejoice. We can be glad in him. Now, by a wonderful experience, I don't mean our Christian journey will be smooth sailing. Because it won't. (laughs) And many of us already know that. But watch this. It's far better to have Jesus in our lives than to go through our lives without him. Now, let's talk about being glad from that same A portion of verse 4. It says rejoice and be glad. There's that conjunction and from our lesson, conjunction, junction, what's your function? (laughs) The Schoolhouse Rock episode. Rejoice and be glad. You got to do both. You can't be one without the other. You can't be rejoicing and not be glad. You can't be glad and not rejoicing. They work together. Here's what I found to be true. If we have any sense at all, (laughs) we are naturally glad when God makes a way out of no way. When he delivers us or provides for us. Perhaps we've had a narrative where we've been praying, pleading with him for one circumstance or another. And he provides what we needed. And what comes next? We're praising God for what he's done. Especially if it's something we've sought him for over and over again. We've earnestly prayed for his divine intervention because that's what his word implores us to do. Pray without ceasing. Don't stop. And voila! It finally happens, right? But what about the times we've had to wait patiently in a peaceful-like state? Even better, a joyful state. Because after all, that's the reason why Christ said he came in John chapter 15, verse 11, that our joy might be complete. So to that end, while we wait, we need to practice joyful hearts. Rejoice and be glad. This is where the application of God's word is so crucial as we delve into his word, recalling certain scriptures that motivate us to exercise our faith while we're being joyful, while we are patiently waiting. No weapon formed against me. The Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my light. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. During those patiently 
waiting times. Do you recall the salvation of your soul as Psalm 70 verse 4 reminds us to do? (laughs) Ouch. (laughs) Not always, do you? Me neither. Do you stop and thank God for saving you from an eternal damnation? A hell that was churning in its underbelly for us until we accepted our Savior's free gift of salvation? And Christ told the devil on our behalf, nope, can't have this one. He or she belongs to me. Now, we'll do better, won't we? When we know better, we do better. So when you're waiting patiently for God to answer a prayer, wait joyfully. Wait patiently and remember the joy of your salvation. It's a free gift he provided. No wonder King David said in Psalm 34 verse 3, Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. Exalt. Let's praise our God. Exalt. Let's glorify our God. Exalt. Let's revere. Let's intensify. Let's light it up. Get on fire. Get excited for our God. While waiting for God's divine intervention with a particular life's issue, do you really think about God's salvation for you? And when you do, and now we should all do that, doesn't thinking about this magnificent gift make you want to magnify God? Doesn't it make you want to enlarge yourself, enlarge your praise, shout the name of Jesus, intensify his name, get excited, heighten your awareness that you are headed for a horrific hell fire until you acknowledge Jesus as your everlasting Lord? Yeah, 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 that's something to rejoice about. Let's pray. Thank you, Lord God, for salvation through Jesus Christ. And while we wait to hear from you regarding particular matters in our lives, while we wait for you to fulfill the desires of our hearts, while we patiently and peacefully look to you, the author and finisher of our faith, let us ever be mindful of what the greatest gift you freely gave, the life of your only begotten Son, who stepped down from his throne and wrapped himself in flesh and dwelled among us offering his life in our stead and made sure nothing else needed to be done. He ascended to heaven, sat down on your right side and completed the task before him. Nothing additional needed. And if you do nothing else for us, you've done enough. We magnify you. We glorify you. We rejoice and praise you for your love and saving grace. It's in Jesus' holy, majestic name, I do pray with thankfulness and joy. Amen. And thank God. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace.